What up, this B-Boy Reg. I'm DJ Butter, y'all. And this Funky Fresh in the Flesh podcast. Yeah. What up, world? Yeah, we got the incredible Killer Gans right here. Yeah, uh, Cardi Boy uh, Imperial. <laughs> Emperor. <laughs> woo right. woo! Imperial right. Emperor, right? Right. Here. I like that. I might, I might change it up to the Imperial Emperor. Yes, yes, right. yes. So you got Emperors, then you got the Imperial yes. Emperor. Okay, that's, okay. That's I like that. That's dope. Hey, what, what side of Detroit you from? Come on, man. Take right. Come on. East side, man. East side? That's oh, the only man. place a guy like me could be from, man. That's it. <laughs> East side. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, um, so so coming up, who was like some of your influences in hip hop? Oh wow, see, that's a that's a that's a good question. Well, all the way till until I was like thirteen, you know, I got a uh, auntie that lived in uh, the Bronx, okay, East Lafayette Street, yeah. So I used to go there every year. So it's like I used to hear shit we wasn't hearing yeah. in Detroit. You know what I mean? So it was like probably the first dope shit like that I had really heard that like really moved me was like uh some some Melly Mail and you know, this is showing y'all how old the fuck I am, but <laughs> some Melly Mail and uh like the the original Lottie Dottie, okay, with uh Slick Rick and and uh, Dougie Fresh, and it was another, it was another song with Inspector Gadget back then at the time that really had, yeah, you know, caught my attention. But yeah, I used to hear a lot like a lot of stuff early before, you know, we would even get it. Be doing summers in New right. York or whatever, but like far as I gotta say, LL was like my real influence. Okay. To be honest with you, my my first rap name was LL Marvell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the Kango. I had the right. Kango, and uh, you know this guy uh, that I used to know. He used to, you know, do paintings. He made me like a big ass. Uh, he made me a. Uh, a big banner with LL Marvell. I put it in my room. Right. You know what I mean? I used to do the, the big word rap first. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I started off like that. But uh Yeah, LL Cool J man, like who made me wanna rap. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Man, talk about um the times, man, um like when you start investing in yourself far as musically, uh putting out records, um the Cardi boy, you know, the whole Cardi grow and all that sometimes, you know. Um, to be honest, man, it really, it really was, you know, happenstance, man. Like, really, I wasn't planning on putting out music. It was more or less uh, me trying to, you know, help friends out, you know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a cousin named Marlon. You know, R.I.P. Um, he was doing something with Low, and him and Low happened to pull up over my crib. You're like, "Hey, come on, uh, shout out Low Lewis. Let's uh, right, let's uh, go to the studio. You know, and drop some music. <clears throat> and he wanted to help me in the mute, help him with the music. So in the process of me helping him with the music, he got killed. 
So when he got killed, that kind of left me and Low. You know, like what we gonna do? And then that's when Low had, you know, had his little thing going on with uh, you know, it was like this all was like simultaneously, like he had like the thing going on with proof. And then once he had the thing going on with proof, he played uh he played that beat for me and bust that rap for Low Lewis. Mm. And I was like, you know what? We gotta put this shit out. Mm. Right. And it kind of started right there. You know what I mean? So after we put out the uh the Low Lewis cut, then the the little cut with him and proof, the you know, that was Shut on up. King David. You Shut know. Up, proof. I mean, I ain't trying to go all into that. Butter right. said that, not me. <laughs> but uh so, you know, that record came out. But then after that record came out, you know, the buzz in the street was crazy. It's like we had printed up, you know, we was printing up CDs back then. We printed up like five thousand promos and it took off from that point. Right. You know what I mean? We, you know, when, you know, in Detroit, people wasn't really trying to deal with the music. You know, you walking up on them with a CD. Yeah, you like, yeah. hey man, put this in, yo, put this in, and we walking up on all all niggas with bang in the car. Right, right. So we like, hey, put this in, man. If it don't bang, then you can run this bitch over. <laughs> so everybody put that boy in, and you know how that, you know, it dropped that boom, and it's right. And from there, they, you were, know, they were battling out. over each, over name proof. At one listen, point. man, I believe. Listen, man, man, <laughs> you you know I love proof to the yeah. proof. Proof is my man. I think proof was just trying to trying to do the, the you know just egg low on man and, and, and turn them on to me because it's just it was just the way that it. He knew if once he got on there and said what he said, he was gonna say something back. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean, I just, I mean, that's been their nature for ten years prior. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So once he said that on the King David mixtape, shout out to King David. Uh, you know, he knew yeah, he knew Law was gonna respond, and I think that was just, I think that's what he wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean. So then when that happened, you know they, they was they was they we was doing it was a it was a it was a battle thing going on, man. You know what I mean. It it, it kind of starts spilling off into the streets, and that's when I kind of was like, you know, made them two, you know, meet each other, and and, and piece that shit out because we was brothers, man. At right. the end of the day, and we used to do that shit for free. So, you know, once the deals and stuff started rolling in, it seemed like, you know, people was taking the battle rap stuff a little more serious. They was taking it literal right. and wanting to, you know hurt each other and do stuff to each other, you know. And that, that I, I, I didn't really agree with that, you know what I mean? Like, I was making sure everybody stayed in their respective corners and, you know, you know, kept it on wax because we was doing it every Saturday for free. Right. right. You know what I mean? Dope. Hey, tell me, so, like, the whole Cardi, Cardi Boys yeah. movement. So how did, how did that come about? Okay, so 
I just made a song about this shit too. <laughs> Cardiology coming. Cardiology, right? Uh, Wait, we gotta explain because we got we got fans outside of Detroit. Okay. So give us a little background on that, and then lead us up to that whole. Okay, so listen. So are we? Are so you are you asking me far as just the Cardi Boys as a group, or? The lifestyle, the Cartier culture, yeah. culture, or, yeah. The, okay, because so, if we if they understand the culture, then that probably can give the them shit started the, here in Detroit, right? On 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 my side of town, and like I was wearing them in ninety two, ninety one, ninety two. It's thirty plus for me. Okay, and like I said, it was a, it was a. You know, it was, you had to have some paper. It was the, it was like dope man glasses. Right. You know what I mean? So you had gazelles and shit like that, but them didn't cost 1800 1700 Right. right. So it was a difference, you know. The Cartier put you in a different bracket. Right. So anyway, the, per, the first person I seen with them was, shout out to to my, my guy Big Nose, was Big Nose, Fat Cat Cousin. So, you know, I had a little I had a little weed spot over on Davidson. And it was doing pretty good. I had I had the at the time I had, you know, the GANs, the hydroponics. And everybody was coming through. So that was the first person I saw with him. And then when I saw him with him, I'm like, man, what the <laughs> the fuck is those? And so you know, I looked him up, and then you know he let me see him. I looked, and then I was, I was, it was over after that. I started buying them. People started buying them. Everybody started buying them. You know, and like you said, it. Once I got a tour, I realized it was even going on before that. Right. You know what I mean? It just right. was different styles. It was just like, but when the wood grains came out, yeah, that's what kind of made it take off. Right. When the wood grains came out. The right. wood grains was early 90s. Right. You know what I mean? But once I got into it and started studying it, you know, Cardi's been out for hundreds of hundred years. Hundred, right. You know what I'm saying? But once the uh, the woods came out, that's when Detroit embraced the whole thing and everybody started getting them. Right. And I started really getting them. Like, I think, my first couple years, I might have bought like ten pair. The first, the first year I got on them because they had all different variations of the right. wood. Somebody watching doing the math now, they like ten pair, eighteen hundred a piece. <laughs> like, what was <laughs> right? Shit, my spot was my, yeah, my, my spot was doing four five thousand every day. <laughs> right, you know what I mean. So yeah. it wasn't really, it wasn't a big deal. You know what I mean? But it was like. Like I said, once I seen all those different variations, you know, the gold, the platinum, and you know, the 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 uh the the no the no bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just it was, you know, it was too many different styles. And then uh the, the Diablos, I started seeing all type of right. how many Cartier. Fifty two with one getting worse, so fifty three. Fifty two and a fifty fifty two and one pending. Hey, we was we he was hoping 50, he was gonna bring a little teaser 50, out for us. I mean, I could, I could, I should, I start. Listen, yeah. and listen, and I started to, but it's like 
I was running. You you kind of caught me in the yeah, middle of stuff. I could yeah. I but ne- next time, guess yeah. I'll definitely put it all we, together. And bring... We gonna have you on just for a Cardi episode. Okay, we, we'll do that. Okay. Yep. Okay. So so going from that because we we seen interviews with with Snoop E Forty. Every time somebody bring Cardi's on or mention them, they mention Detroit. Okay. Right. So that's why I wanted to know the history. Listen, that's that, that's the thing. If you if you wasn't doing it before ninety two, right, then you wasn't doing it before us. Right. And then like I said, it's I believe that it was going on even before that because I wasn't, you know, a lot of us. I wasn't up on aviators and yeah, and all the other the, the wireframes and all the ones that you right. seen predated ninety two. Right. right, you know what I'm saying. Right, but well, it was like Elton John or somebody wearing them for a minute. Where he was yeah, like, it was like you yeah, say. Once you get to doing yeah. the research, you see yeah. like it was, it was, yeah. it was, it was, it was a high end thing for yeah. right famous yeah. right. people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when the fucking woods hit the streets mm-hmm. of Detroit. It was over. It was yeah. a different game. That's man. that's when right. you seen it turn into, you know, like if you ain't got these, then you wasting your time. You see, it was for a minute. It was no other glasses being worn in Detroit except right Cardi. You right. know, it's like ain't no Gucci's, ain't no. It's all right. It's well, all Cardi's. You know, like people would try to get Gucci's, you'd be like, why? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. like, why bother? Man, I went to right. Min- I went to Minnesota and. 2000, me and Boogie Bandero, shout out to Boogie Bandero. We went to, uh, you know, work on uh, this project with this guy, um, CK Love, that I used to work with. And they were just in awe, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? And, you know, you seen the little hate. And I asked, and I asked my man, like, hey, man, why they, you know, what's up? You know why they got this look on their face? He said, "Man, listen." He said, "You out here with eighteen hundred dollar pair of glasses, and they all get fresh cost eighty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> dickies, right? The dickies right. with the chucks. Uh, right. He said, "Man, they all get fresh eighty five dollars, and you wow. coming through here with these eighteen eighteen hundred dollar glasses? Yeah, that's why they they know you're not from around yeah. here because that's not they right." That's not they get fresh. Right. You know what I'm saying? You see, in Detroit, it's, you know, niggas just always been extra. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? But, right. yeah. Man, when, is, when is the next Cardi Grow, man? Uh, we'll talk about Listen, I'm actually, I'm actually, like, trying to, not trying to, but putting together, um, you know, this, this little sponsorship package. So... When I put the Graw together next time, it's actually going to be the revenge of the Cardi Graw. And you know right. how I used to give away a couple pair of glasses? I'm going to give away 10 pair of buffs. Mm. Oh, shit. So I'm working out things with, uh, you know, with Cartier and a couple of the other uh, authorized dealers to, you know, make that come true. And, and we almost there. Right. You know, we almost there. We, we, we almost can't there. skip over that. You got to explain what Buffs is to people because, again, we got listeners outside of Detroit. Okay. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, y'all should have. I should have. <laughs> Buffs are buffalo horn. Okay, so when buffaloes first came out, they were you know, 
real buffalo horn. Right. So the real buffalo horn, I st- I have a pair, two pair. Those are called straight backs. Now they call straight backs. And the reason that they straight backs is because when they made the original buffalo horn, once they lost the moisture out of them, right. they straightened out. The arm straightened. Right. And the only way you could get the arm to curve again is put heat on them. Okay. So that's why you used to see if somebody has some real authentic buffalo horns. Right. This part goes straight around the ear. It straightens out. Okay. And that's because they were actual buffalo horns. Right. No mix. No nothing. So once it lost the moisture, there you go. So then you got these right here, like this, with with the gray on them, white and gray, and they sticks. Okay. You call these sticks. Right. Because they got a little gray in them. Right. White and gray. And then you got unicorns. Unicorns are buffs with no gray in them, period. Okay. All white. So if you see this, it's, it's going to be completely white on this side, completely white on this side. Right. And those are hard to find. Okay. But when you find you a pair, right. you know, you need, to, you need to grab those. Okay. You know, but like, that's like your tuxedo. You yeah. Know? The, the, the unicorns is like your tuxedo. You don't just right. you, you put them on when you're trying to show up, show out. You right. know what I mean? And, you know, when I got them them unicorns on, I be turning my head for no reason. Like, right. Sure. Like, show, show yeah, both yeah. sides. Let you, let you, let you, let you yeah. see, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's all white. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all buffalo, you right. know? Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that's where the mix-up came from. Because you seen, like, it was a period in Detroit where people was buying so many fake cardies and everybody like, I got the straight backs, I got the right. straight backs. And straight backs really don't exist. They didn't, Cartier didn't make... Mm. Buffalo straight backs. That's right. Not that they had resin arms and you know the the acetone arm, mm-hmm. but they right. never had no straight back right buffs. So right. that's the part when you used to, you know, I used to see people with those, and I'd be like, man, you finna get yourself killed over that <laughs> shit. Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. over some fake, over some, over some fake ass. You shit. can you could tuck a chain, you can't tuck them glasses. Oh you no, just no, no, take no, no, no. I mean, and that's the thing, the beauty of it. Like I, I, I could peep, I, you know, I peep game right off the rip. You know, yeah. you can't really, you know, ain't no fooling me. Right. You know? Yeah, so for people that don't know what we're talking about, people will run up. You know, everywhere else you get got for your chain. Right. But here they'll walk up behind you, snatch your glasses, and it's a yeah. wrap. So, yeah, and yeah. you know what? That's the thing where, you know, you just want people like, you know, be careful if you're going to get into these because it, yeah. it, it is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, if if you're not – if if you know, just 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 follow the rules. Don't be in, don't be in dumbass places and right. You know, watch your surroundings. But you know, don't get yourself killed over no fake yeah, shit. Over no fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got a lot of people that's that's motherfucking boosting their ass off. What they say, capping their ass off. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that with, with my life. You know what I mean? You know, one mistake can cost you everything, but. 
to me, it's just like dudes that's into watches and stuff like that. I'm just into glasses, you know, and, and my collection probably like worth like three something. Okay. 300 grand, you know what I mean? Right. So for me, it's been, you know, collecting them for just like a person would be a sneakerhead or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Collect shoes or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, you know, collect glasses. You know. We gonna we gonna start you a little mu- a museum art uh, display or something. That's and just funny. Kinda, we gonna we gonna put it all out. Have That's people funny. from all hey, over listen, the world. We've we, we been thinking about that, man. Yeah, That's Cartier for dummies with with, with uh, <laughs> giving the school. Of, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean they they need it. I mean that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad idea. Man. Yeah, you know we gonna mean? do a, do an yeah. auction or something. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that Cardi Gras definitely coming back. Like I said, me and the Cardi boys been in the studio, you know, working on new music. So, okay, we this whole this whole like last year we've been like really hanging thick, rebranding right. everything, and you know, getting everything in order. So, who are the members of the Cardi boys? Um, the original members are uh, Low, Lewis, myself. For Scooter, yeah, uh, B Flat, Fly Peace, and Execute. So that was uh, and Jay Fleezy, North Star. All right. So that was like all the founding members. You know, we got some. You know, more people that spawned from it. We had like the Yay team after that. Right. That spawned from the Cardi Boys. Um, but the founding members were those, you know, those guys right there. That's dope. Shout out to uh, shout out to connection with the Brotherhood, man. Um, okay, what? so the Brotherhood that kind of happened for me, uh, after the Cardi Boy thing was over, and that was that's a music fraternity, and it was like, uh. It was like 15 main members, but like we had, it was like 50 of us in total if you add affiliates and associates and stuff like that. But it was like uh, 15 to 20 that was actually paying dues, you know, in the fraternity. Okay. And Brotherhood stand for being righteous, unified, teacher higher aspirations, humbly overcoming obstacles daily. Okay. So we really was, you know, trying to teach, uh, you know, teach everybody another route and showing that it could be a group of black men that could work together and save money together and do business together and, you know, actually, uh, you know, actually flourish, you know, together without it being, you know, drama filled or the hate or, you know, all that stuff. And you know what, man, like really to the day me me and all them dudes, you know, the brotherhood still is alive and well, you know. But it's just like, you know, when you got a lot of guys, you know, a lot of a lot of chiefs. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, stuff just don't run as smoothly as it should. But I feel like, you know, a lot of people you know, I've came to the realization with us, you know, with the pandemic and us being apart for a minute that, 
you know, okay, everybody's seeing what everybody else was trying to teach them, like, you know, to be, you know, self-sufficient and then bring something to the table. Right. You know, right. then we all could build and everything would be better. Right. You know, so, you know, that's pretty much where we at now. But it's like, you know, they work it, you know, they working on music too, so. Okay. You know, that's uh you gonna you gonna see the shield flying on I think it's like four projects coming out this year. So you know, like I said, man, everybody back working, you know. Right. It's just uh you know, the pandemic, you know, go check that out on all the platforms. The pandemic just really made everybody go their separate ways and do some soul searching. Right. So I think we all did. Then people get older too, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And as men, you have like a lot more responsibilities and all and life happens. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. But like the, the the Cardi the Cardi the Cardi boy thing, like it was really to go back to that, it was it it, it won't be done again, man. Because it's like the 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 impact that we had and the and, and the the movement that we had, it was like it was organic, and you know, you say I know the music game right now, but everything was happening with no money. It was everybody right. just wanting to do you a favor because you were so hot. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So right. that's like you know the difference. You know the Cartier endorsement, and you know that's they check, check, check the resume because people like yeah. you know like you know we we Cartier was paying for everything that we were doing. Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people, that wasn't happening. Right. You know what I mean? The Tip France Not, campaign. Yeah, the whole Tip yeah. France campaign. See, that, <laughs> was, that wasn't happening. Like, yeah. they come, they were giving, you know, they were giving me uh, promotional items. I had the product support deal with them. Right. So it was like I said, like, every party, they supplied me with. When they know. came to your gig with the uh, luggage, with the with the handcuffs with the cardies or someone absolutely <laughs> and see that was my and i'm gonna tell everybody right that was my biggest mistake mm. wow that was my biggest mistake that was uh a young a young guy um not realizing how to handle corporate america okay i shouldn't have had cartier fly here from washington dc right the head of the region fly here right with a hundred thousand worth of frames with wow. shit you can't shit nobody ever seen before. Right. And I took them to Iron Hall on eight mile. Oh yeah. Where that should have been at the Rooster Tail. Yeah, right. Or some right. shit like that. Right. Right. That was the one mistake I made. Right. That I wish I could take that back and do it over. Right. Because I'm thinking with that mentality, like, hey, this a, it's a big venue. Yeah. And we going to, but at the same right. time, like you said, I got people walking around with M16s. Right, right. You know what I mean? Threat management. Right. To make sure don't nothing happen to the Cardis, but, you know, the whole the whole vibe and the whole aviance was, you know, looking bad up to yeah. It a rich, a rich it white guy. It didn't represent that luxury brand. Exactly. Like you said, because... That was unique because even like a lot of major rappers, we hear about all the luxury brands saying we don't make our product for y'all, right? Mm -hmm. So you hear that all the time. But for y'all to get that type of endorsement, that was huge. Listen, so, man, the guy was the guy, the, his name was James Kiskin. Right. And 
man, he loved us, man. Yeah. You know, he came. When he came, I had took a couple white frames and got them rose gold. He like, we don't sell rose gold. I said, yeah, I went and got these did. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was like, next thing you know, Cartier had rose, rose gold. gold. Yeah. You know what I mean? You should have been getting paid for that, too. I mean, but like I said, man, like, like I was just, right. you know, at the time when everything is happening so fast, you're right. just happy that, you know, that you're getting love, man. And like, yeah. like I said, my, my, my mistake was once I had his attention and can call him on the phone, right. was me not throwing that party at the Rooster Tail or some right. upscale venue versus... Eight mile and iron, like you said, it, it it looked good. The hood, it it was it was, I was the people that was champ. A moment, yeah. I was, I was the I was the people champ for the hood. Yeah, you know the hood, the hood loved it. Right, but big picture. Yeah, you know I should. Yeah, because you could have still had the hood people come down there. It was actually, just been actually, a different. I would have never had the, the thing. I was right. supposed to have that trunk show. I was supposed to have it at the Rooster Tail yeah. with a hundred dudes. With with a hundred money, with a hundred dudes that's getting money. Money, right? We drinking champagne. Yeah, yep. Made sure people spent fifty thousand on them glasses. You know right. what I mean? I, right. I should have bought that twenty five thousand dollar pair that he brought because yeah. I had the money yeah. at the time. Yeah. I should have had somebody. Hey, you better. Right. You know what right. I mean? All that. So just so right. you know. So just so it it, it had it, like you said it had that luxury that whole luxury feel that it was supposed to have versus to having right. that neighborhood feel. So that's where you probably was the first to do Cartier sponsored parties and stuff. Wasn't oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, I checked I checked it out, man. I like, checked it out. Period. Like I don't think not even major artists was getting that. I mean, it, it started to happen after me. Right. But no, it was nobody they was doing it for before that. Because like I said. At the time, you had uh, Optica was called Alcarant. So you had Alcarant, you had DLC, you had DLC City Eyes, and then you had Cartier. So you had all of them sending me checks right. at party time, plus all the record labels. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's right. like I'll be taking in 30000 right, worth of sponsorship before, you know, I even opened the door. And right. every rapper in town, major rapper, right, came to the Cardi Gras. Like Mace, I mean not Mace, but uh Balloon, mm -hmm. uh Mob Deep, Game, uh Ray J. Uh he used to have what was that other producer? Remember, but man, it's, it was it was so many people that came through. Just on GP because they heard right. about the party. Snoop and them people actually came after me yeah. for a minute because it was like I was on the radio that night, and I said, "When you get done with Doggy Dog, yeah. come down to the Cardi Gras." Yeah. Right, right. That so was a promotional campaign. Right? So <laughs> they was like, people kept me like, "Hey, yeah, they they say you said it was the you said that it, the the Cardi Gras was the after party for Snoop for Snoop <laughs> right. Doggy Dog." I said, "No, I didn't." <laughs> right. So the radio station ran the tape back. And saying I just said exactly what I just said, right? And you know it was all love. But gang, gang people called me like, yeah, he'll come through, you know, give us fifteen thousand, and we'll 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 come through. I said, listen, bro. I said, I put your name at the door, so y'all can come through for right. free. But 
I'm making money. So as the first person walking the door, I ain't gonna add no bill to myself. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I respect right. I respect them and everything, but you welcome to come through, but no, right. I, I can't I, I can't pay him ten thousand, you know, to do a walkthrough. And that's you know? another pair of Cardis. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, at the time we just had that much influence. We yeah, had that much pull. So it was like if you went in town and that was going on, right? You was pulling up. Right. Everybody, that's the thing, man. Listen, DJ Henhouse. I got a DVD with DJ Henhouse is on there, and he said, "It's the first place I ever came when you could see." Ass of titties for free. Wow. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. well, we had we we had we had a bead contest. Yeah. Yeah. Chick with the most beads at the end of the night. You know, it was five hundred. Then we went up to a thousand or whatever. But people had never seen nothing like that. You right. got the girls from the strip bar. They not at the strip bar that night. They at the Cardi Grove yeah. because that's where they, the they can get that thigh. You can get that thigh wow. You know what I mean? What you seeing having a new one now? What what what, what place you see? Hey man, you know what? I was thinking about that, and it's like, really, I I want to take, I want it somewhere big, man. I want, I want one of those big, I want one of those big ballrooms in Cobo Hall or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Be because dope. at the end of the day, they do it in Louisiana. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It ain't like it's, you know, it's. You know, it's, it's 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 they do it they do it they do it everywhere. So it's like, you know, us having to grow. I still I want it in a nice place. I want it respectable. I want, right. You know, I want all the corporate. I want all the corporate involvement. You know what I mean? It's like, I would I would like really do it some because that's the thing, man. If you do it for real and get everybody put mask on them and all yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff, man, like. That's that really like, yeah, 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 but, but I mean, that's how you got to yeah. do it. Because that's the thing, like, if you go down to, you know, Louisiana in the real one, you know, that's how it is. People got their faces covered, you know, right. they flashing, you know, for the most part. The you people really that don't want to be seen. Yeah, you really got making an event out of it. You can't you, just That's be the whole thing, party. yeah. Exactly. And then the thing is, like I said, as long as you get in the corporate sponsorship, then... You know, you got to make it where, you know, they they, they feel comfortable with being right. involved with it. Right. That's the mistake I won't make again. I won't I, I won't let the Cardi Gras be uh, classified as a hood or a trashy event. Right. right. You know what I mean? I'm right. keeping it luxury. Right. right. And, and, and rich people like to party, too. If people with right. big money like to party, too. Black, right. black working class people, they like to party, too. Right. You know what right. I mean? So I would, like, keep it on that level versus, you know, right. the the other way I played it, which, like I said at the time, that was my biggest mistake. Right. You know. That's another lesson, too, like all the up-and-coming rappers. So when we talk to dudes who's been around that got some experience, they can hear that story and be like, oh, I got this situation coming mm -hmm. up. Let me think through this a little bit more. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's the thing. You want to... You wanna when you when you doing when you doing uh sponsorship or endorsements, you gotta make sure what you doing is beneficial for both parties. Right. right. So when you when you when you doing your thing and I was doing that, it was like 
I didn't think about how I was going to benefit them. I felt like they was already being benefited because of all the people that that not just that that we had buying glasses and Cartier just it was people right. that wouldn't even come to 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 the Saturday to the Searchlight Saturday gig. You shout out to 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 the big homie Search, but they wouldn't even come to Searchlight Saturdays if they have right. Cardi's on because that would that end up the zoo bar end up being like Cardi Boy Central. Right. You know what I mean. Right. So every week. You know, you got people that hey man, I can't you know, I can't go in there. I ain't got no I ain't got no yays on. <laughs> and I was telling right. people, nah man, it ain't like that. You know what right. I mean? Like you you come through, have you a good time. But like that was really like the perception back then that you couldn't go in the zoo bar if you ain't have Cartier's on because you know, the Cardi boys were right. there. It was know. before that was Gators, man. Then they got to Cardi's. You're right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. We had right. a couple Gator type parties. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that. absolutely. Yeah. Talk about your, your relationship with MC Search. I, I know he mentioned you on, on Mad Papa um, recently. My, my mentor, bro. I'm just going to be honest with everybody. Right. Like, I don't have, you know, one bad thing to say about that guy, man. Like, you know, he uh, took me under his wing. He showed me. He showed me the path that I needed to take, as far as you know, uh, dabbling in music, you know, and, and where the real money was at. Right. You know. He. Uh, you know, he showed me how to draw up sponsorship sheets and all the kind of stuff that you need to. You know, solicit sponsorship and and, and and attack the labels and take meetings and right. You know all that, man. So like, you know, when when it come to like somebody being like, if you, you know, if I had to like name one name responsible for for Kill Again being successful, it would be MC Search. How did y'all link up? Hmm. So <laughs> listen, man, like. This is the first time I'm saying this to anybody, okay? Right. So this letting y'all know how special y'all was. Y'all are, I mean. When he first came to town, you know my friend TJ worked down there. Listen, yeah. man, weed is what got me everywhere. This, right, this, right. this shit is what got me everywhere <laughs> and got me every plug and every right. connect, every networking, you know, tool that I've used, was, it had weed to do with it. Right. So, when he came to town, you know, I'm already up on game because, you know, I'm like I said, I'm I'm, at, I'm East Coast every year at my auntie crib, so I'm, so Nas and all that. So, when he came, I'm like, oh, man, that's my man who put Nas out. Right. So, I tell TJ, they was having this thing at Maryland's on Monroe. Mm-hmm. It used yeah. to be a little party. yeah. Maryland's on Monroe. TJ Troublesome Juvenile. Absolutely. My man, right. Twin Flynn. What up, Twin <laughs> Flynn? So, he, uh, I give him some weed. I say, listen, take this and give the whole crew a, a bag of this. Because this was, this right. shit was out of sight. <laughs> you hear me? This shit was out of sight. I said, give everybody a bag. Get Search One, get Foolish One. Coco one, right? Everybody a bag of this shit. 
it took off from there. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, the whole FM ninety eight <laughs> was at my crib. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, my day at my crib. They taking their lunch break. They, they, they right. taking their lunch breaks at my crib, and we we fam. Right. You know what I mean? But that's how that's how it all started, and then from, you know, that point it was just uh. You know, we all we all became good friends, man. And even with that, it was like, you know, like I said before, hey, listen, if you wanna you wanna play the radio game, all the all the people, if you wanna play the radio game, have advertising dollars. Right, right. That's how you play the radio game. People used to just think, damn, how you on the radio every damn week and da da Right. I spent them advertising dollars. I had an advertising uh rep. Right. You know what I mean? Ephraim Banks. Right. What's his name actually? So Ephraim used to used to be uh Ephraim Ephraim Brooks, I'm sorry. Ephraim Brooks was his name. And so as long as you were spending money at the radio station, you can go to any DJ and be like, Hey man, can I come on your show? Right. Can I come right. on your show? And long as you got money, long as you got an account with the radio station, right, and it's current, you could do that. Right. And I used to take advantage of that. Like right. I would go on everybody's fucking show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And it was okay with the radio station because you spend the money. Every time I'm throwing Cardi Gras on them, hey, send them, send them a $5,000 check. Right. So it's like, if you're trying to get in the radio game, right. have an advertising dollar to spend with them. Right. Then you can make some of these moves that you're right. trying to make. Just thinking you're going to go up there with a record. record. Yeah. And, and you know, now they got all kind of little ways where, you know, and people, actual people you can go to and do your payola thing or whatever. But, right. you know, like I said, I, I got taught by the best. And he was showing me, like, how to go about it without, you know, being in nobody else's pocket. Yeah. Right. And still being able to, you know, make those moves that I needed to make. Right. You know, so... Yeah, once once I got that that uh, advertising account, you know that's where that's why we had so much radio presence, and then the music right. was good. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? that so counts too. That a counts. lot of people, yeah, a lot of people forget that part. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, speaking of um, good music and advertising, um, uh, Dilla Jay Dilla mentioned your name on Killer Gans on um, on the reunion joint. Um, talk about your relationship with, with Jay Dilla. Another, uh, that's influence number two. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say, you know, Search and, and, and Dilla, like, because all that was kind of simultaneous. Okay. Where, you know, I met Fat Cat at the shop, and I actually met Fat Cat because he had bought my cousin car, and I'm thinking my cousin car, I'm thinking my cousin is at the shop. Right. I walk up to the car and it's Fat Cat. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, hey man, it's my cousin car. Like, oh, man, I, I just copped this boy. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. So we got that's to talk. How met. That's how me and Fat wow. Cat met. He was Damn, sitting in my cousin's cool. car. He had bought my cousin's car. And when I came to the shop, he was sitting in it. And I thought it was my cousin and walked up on the car. Mm. Wow. And, you know, we was we was we went to talking from there. You know what I mean? Like far as our friendship, the week before actually they sick fat cat the rabies and uh oh man it was 
it was a bunch of it was a whole it was like about rabies Swift yeah. Swift and Beretta yeah Swift and Beretta yeah. right they 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 sicked about five groups on me because <laughs> the week before that I had like knocked down about five people mm. right and everybody was coming up to me oh man we glad somebody came in here finally and they don't even let us get the mic in here man right. see that's the thing about the hip hop shop man you had to you had to earn that you had yeah. to earn the, yep. the privilege to touch that mic you right. know what I mean so. I came back the next week and it was like, uh, like I said, they had Fat Cat do uh, uh, Front Street. So when he did the part, I don't want to be looking at me hard. Right. Trying to be like Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Doctor. And they all right. doing that in my face. Like, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. looking at me hard. I said, oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> this how we rocking? Okay. Right. So I, uh, you know, I leave. And this shit is classic. Ask any of the, any of the dudes that, that come from the shop. Right. So I go back to the hood. I go back to the east side, and I get all the Max and Gray niggas. Mm. Yeah. That rap. Mm-hmm. And we came up in that thick pop. <laughs> Fifteen D. Yeah. Right. Like I'm getting this motherfucking yeah. like day. All y'all gonna play me right. like that? Right. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Was, hey man, listen, that shit, that shit was about. I mean, that shit was, that shit was classic, man. And it was gonna be a fight, cause right. Proof said his prison number, and then my my boy Davis, you know, R.I.P. the homie Davis. He he, Proof used to say he had a rap where he used to say his prison number, wow. and then Davis said his prison number. He said you know like that number from J.P. So you a fish to me, you know what mm. I mean? Cause he had been to Jackson. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So. Then it, it like I said, Tita Pimp. It it, it it was like they was it was getting ready, to, it was getting ready to fight, man. And yeah. then I don't, I don't remember how we pieced it out, but we pieced it out, and that was like the one of the most one of the most uh Monumental oh, man. moments. Right? It was it was beyond it was classic, man. <laughs> that was like one of the best days I ever seen at the shop fires battle rap. Period, because you had. You know, it was it was really crews going at it, and uh, but it was all it was all love, man. You know what I mean? They let yeah. me in after that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I that's when I I was in. Yeah. You know, right. That, that was I was part of the fraternity right. after that. Right. After that day. You had to earn your stripes. You do. You had to you did. earn your you respect. Do. That's yeah. how that's how that shit went up there, man. Right. But the, uh, speaking of Fat Cat, uh, y'all just did a new video on a song with Low Lewis. Uh, who talk about the video with you? Uh, you in there with Fat Cat, Guilty, and Low Lewis. Well, Low got a new project out right now. It's called Loading, mm-hmm. and it's dope as hell. You know, everybody should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he got some. He got the uh, single with you know Fat Cat and Guilty, and that's doing that's doing real well. I think that's got like. That's up there in the views, you know. So it's uh, it's taking off. Um, but the whole project, man, it's like, you know, it it, it give you it give you that uh, nostalgic feeling. You know, like you getting that Detroit hip hop again. You know, and only 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 low the way only low mm-hmm. could do it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's 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 a that's a super dope project. Like I said, I advise everybody, you know, go check that out. That's on our platform. Um, you know, Low is like my um, 
that's my that's my real little brother. I really care about how things turn out with him. Mm. Right. You know, whenever he's doing anything, I'm trying to help him. You know, maximize what he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so that project is dope. You know what I mean? And he, and he got a couple more ready to roll too. So that was the thing. He had so much music. He had to start putting all that stuff together and start putting it out. You know. So, yeah, look, be on the lookout for his stuff, for sure. Well, speaking of uh, so much music, uh, Adela, uh, you've been carrying the legacy on with, with the events. Um, give us some a story about Dilla that nobody really heard of. You know? First of all, as far as the events, man, yeah. I'm just going to keep it a buck, man. I got all this game from him, from okay. Butter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, watching him for all these years, right. you know, hold up. You know, he just really passed the baton to me. Right. You know, really, Butter is responsible for this Dilla legacy. Like, Dilla was a friend of mine. But far as, like, keeping it going and even having something for us to work with, right. that's all. That's all you, bro. Thank you. You know what I mean? And I, and I, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, I'm... The stuff that I'm doing now is just stuff I learned from Butter. Right. You know what I mean? With my own little twist on it. Right. But as far as the, the dealer stuff, like I said, man, like, he just had really introduced me to, you know, good music and, like, uh, work ethic and, you know, like, you you could see Dilla in, in the studio and, like, you know, I watched him and Fat Cat hook all those projects up, and they was doing songs in, like, 10 minutes. You know what I mean? That, that right. was, like, the first the first time I experienced people making records that fast. Right. You know what right. I mean? He'd go, put the headphones on, go behind the bar, because yeah. his, his studio was, like, on top of the bar. Yeah. Right. Under the bar in his basement. He'd go, he put the headphones on. Be like five minutes. Right. Fat Cat come and drop the lyrics in like five minutes. And they doing they doing songs in ten minutes. Right. You know what I mean? I think like That's crazy. That's crazy. I That's think, what I'm saying. Like, man. <laughs> I think I man, dedication to the suckers probably took that was some less than an hour shit. Right. You know what I mean? Classic. Right. But that shit was like that shit was like less than an hour, man. But you know, back back then it was like, you know, when you came to the studio, you came to the studio ready. You know, it wasn't like the, it wasn't like now where you can go in and you know it was the, you know, the punch every line type shit. You know what I mean? You know what well, we wasn't doing that in Detroit anyway. But nah, them boys were were, were real students of the game, and that's where like the professionalism and the the real ear for music for me came from watching their creative process, mm-hmm. you know. And then once I seen that, you know, Dilla pulled up to the shop in the green BMW. Yeah. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck? That. I'm like, nigga, yeah. you getting this type of money? money? Right, right. He like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, that little, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little laugh. The we jumped to the floor. Hey, we yeah, jumped right, to that. Yeah. We jumped to that bitch. Then he went from that to, to the, the to right, the Lex yeah, truck. Yeah. yeah. All that man, and and, yeah. and, and like, it, it just went from there, and like, you know, 
shout out to my dukes, you know, once me and her met, it was just like, hey, just hold him down out here. Right. And, you know, I held him down out here. If you, I don't know if you had a chance to read the Dylan Time book where one of the parts where they mentioned me in the book was we was at, I was at Tiger's strip bar. Yeah. And everybody thought, you know, he getting, he riding good and he yayed up and changed. Right. They thought he was a dope dealer. Right. So, you know, some dudes I know, like, hey, man, we, yeah, you see my man, we, 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 we finna get him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. I say, nah, that's my man. You ain't finna get him. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, y'all, fall back. I'm like, and tell everybody right. to fall back and let them know that's my man. Right. You know what I mean? He doing this music shit, and we need to make sure that he win doing this music shit. And he, you know, he ain't got no problems. He ain't got no problems in, in the neighborhood after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that that, Con, that Coney Garden shit, it was like, it was a... It was a network, so once the word get out, yeah, you know, everybody everybody knew what was what. Oh, that's my man doing the music. Right. Whereas everybody had a twisted thinking that, yeah, you know, he's selling dope, and when he wasn't. He stayed on right. Ball Cabin. They, everybody thought he Yeah, think he's selling dope, you know. and he wasn't. You know right. what I mean? But, yeah, man, then, you know, then he took the range, and bowling ball, pearl job, that motherfucker came. <laughs> we riding that motherfucker. And then, you know, then the Dillalay just, that just took the cake, man. The Dillalay, like, I just, I seen that motherfucker and was like, man, I damn near wanted to faint, man. (laughs) I said, look at this motherfucker. I said, man, you, you, you doing the most, man. But he deserved it, man, because he worked that hard. Like, it's, it's just so, like I said, it's so much, it's so much music, man, that he had out here that people just really, you know, haven't heard yet. You know what I mean? Right. Still to this day, I got shit. You know, people ain't heard yet, man. You know, but like I said, that was my man. And like, I just really felt like um, I needed to hold him down, man, because he just really gave me that opportunity to, you know, learn how to do music the right way. You know what I mean? I remember right. the first time I was like, I was kind of nervous. I was. I fucked the whole song. I mean, like, <laughs> he said, man, listen, man, if, you, if I didn't think you was dope, you wouldn't even be down here. Right. You know what I mean? Because if, if you wasn't dope or he ain't want to fuck with you, you would never get in the basement. Yeah. Right. He won't answer the dope. He'd be like, you, we'd be in there. Right. Like, knocking their ass off. Do, 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 do. No. Yeah. He, he just didn't. He just, was a, he just was a different kind of dude, man. You know what I mean? But. You know, couldn't nobody fuck with him with that music, though. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Jay Dillon. Absolutely. Man, what what you love about Detroit the most, man? The bosses. Right. The boss shit. Yeah. Everybody is their own boss, man. Mm-hmm. Right. I love, I fucking love that about Detroit. Right. Mm-hmm. You see, like, you see you got little shit where a gang nigga here, a gang nigga there, but, like, right. far as the whole consensus of the community. yeah. Ain't nobody following nobody in Detroit, right? You know what I mean. It's the one place you can be a you can be a black man, and be riding in some good shit, right? Wearing some good shit, mm-hmm. pocket full of money, and you don't get fucked with by the police. They not they not on that, right? right. You know right. what I mean. Yeah. And that's because you don't got people. Everybody, everybody got their own, you know, sense of. What a leader is. You got a lot of leaders. Right. 
You know what I mean? It ain't never been uh nobody can say it's a motherfucker that run Detroit. That I never I never seen right. a motherfucker run Detroit. Just right. never in in my life in my lifespan. You know, you had some niggas, you know, they was doing you know, had had their hoods unlocked, but like a motherfucker saying, "Hey, these people run Detroit, right?" Because nobody's scared of nobody, and you don't need a group of niggas to do nothing. Right. Niggas put in work by themselves, mm. right? On the spot, mm. right? That, it was never. It was we never had that real gang history. We like we won't we always... you won't never have a gang because you're not gonna have a bunch of people listening to one dude, right? Where niggas say, "I could do that shit myself," right? Right. That's always been you gotta think like Mo this some Motown grandchildren shit. Like right. this shit spawned from Barry Gordy on down. Like we right. you know, we you know, we that's just like the phenomenon going on now with all the Detroit independent artists. Like you see, they made their own economy. Yeah. Yep. And that shit is beautiful. Right. When I step when I step back in there, shout out to shout out to the homie Smurf. Smurf and Beta. But I got once I got back with Smurf and started and started working on Gandemic and working on all my new stuff and, and, and meeting all the young cats. Man, I was amazed. Right. They had their own economy. They got their own economy. Yeah. They doing any features and they all being on each other's shit. They paying each other. Yep. You know what I mean? It ain't none of that homeboy shit. It's right. all business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you see they was take they take they take that game to every city. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and put that same play down and look at them now, man. You know, yeah. they, I, listen, I'm, I ain't gonna say no names, but man, a nigga showed me his distro account. Distro kid account. Hey, motherfucking thing in that motherfucker. This is at least 20, 30 entries. Right. 40,000, 50,000. You right. know, just. Good, good checks, good deposits. Right. right. You know what I right. mean? And he ain't signing nobody. Right. You know what I mean? He ain't signing nobody. So they figured it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as having your having your business straight, having your publishing straight. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and monetizing and you know that's 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 the new thing now. Like you know you get all your business in order, your YouTube shits and all that, and you can you can eat. Right. And do, that's, you, do you think it's because like when we was coming up, it was everybody was focused on the art and and getting signed. You think the new generation just they're coming in understanding the business up front, like capability. Like I'm coming sense. in, I'm about the business, the art to be there. You think that's the biggest difference? Because when don't we really need a lawyer half the time, the kids see. Yeah. The, I I I think I think I think the biggest. Difference is they decided we gonna do it ourselves. Right. Okay. That's the whole. Yeah. That's the whole. That's the whole general consensus. Now they're not even looking for a deal. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Because they got more money than the dudes with the deals. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's and right. that's the that's that Detroit boss shit that yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do Killer Gang look like going or 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 just like I tell my son? You know what I mean? Shout out to right. Axel. Like. Man, you could do the do this shit yourself. Right. You know right. what I mean? Throw like throw your own events. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Put your put put your put your team together. You know, go out here, get the get get the publishing splits together. Right. And and y'all and y'all do y'all thing. Cause that's right. all the that's all the label getting ready right. to do for you. Cause when we we interview 
when we interview a lot of artists from like the eighties, Detroit artists, mm -hmm. and it seemed like um, at that time, I think the mindset here was, I'm gonna put out something. Even the independent artists, okay, they still kind of had to focus on getting on by a major label or a la major getting that, um, getting the credit from a major because, label. Because and, I mean, not to cut you off, but that's no. because the blueprint wasn't out. Exactly. Okay. You know what I'm right. saying? You didn't right. have you didn't have the internet. The internet wasn't out yet. Right. You know what right. I mean? Once the internet came out where, you know, it that took care of that took care of the whole street team thing where you you street teaming off your phone now. Or right. You street teaming you know, you street teaming from your computer. Right. You know right. what I mean? So once that dynamic came into place, then that's where you was like, okay. You know, we, uh, we, we could be a self-contained unit. Right. I'm self-sufficient at this point. And you can't let a Detroit person learn that. Yeah. <laughs> you see, once the Detroit boys learned that, they was like, man, you know what, man? We getting ready to, we getting ready to turn this shit all the way up. Right. And they did. You see, you see, you know, Vezo, shout out to Vezo yeah. and, and, and GT, right. uh, Lou, the, the whole, the whole team Eastside, man, every, every it time. It seems like they just don't blackball each other. It's just, it's like. See, that's. It, that's, that's what I was getting ready to say. Right. They learn. Listen, and and they 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 have disagreements just like mm -hmm. any other group of friends have disagreements. Right. But it's not. They not getting ready to do that shit in public. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know what I mean? They right. not finna. They not finna do no shady shit or or, or try to hurt each other. Right. Or none of that. You see, they still make. That's what I'm saying. They made their economy. You see, they still make records together. They right. still they still do projects together. And all that. So long as you got that dynamic, they always gonna be able to make money. And it seemed like too, they don't let outsiders influence how they treat each other, too. Because it's like um, you see them move around like that. You go down south, man. Sometime I go to Atlanta. I went in one club. They was just playing all Detroit. Yeah. Shit. And I'm going back home. I'm like, these dudes don't really kick it with each other like that. But outside of the city, it seemed like it was. It looked like a unified front. I mean so. to be to be honest with you, it is a unified front. Right. With the like I said, with them with with that particular with that particular set of dudes, like I said, from meeting them all and having conversations with them, right. like they 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 keep they keeping it a buck. You know that's, what I mean? Like I said, you see GT jumped on Gadimic, you I know G T for me. Yeah. And like, you know. That's little bro, and it's all and it's all love, and it's like that's because you can't buy them niggas. Right, exactly. You can't buy right. them niggas. They bigger than money. Right. You can't buy them right. niggas. Right. It's 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 real, recognized, real. That's the yeah. that's really what they go by. Right. You can't because right. you come in there with you come man. Listen, you come in there with that bullshit, <laughs> thinking you finna whip some money out on them niggas or trying to get a picture with them doing right. them fake shit. They finna say you get the fuck out their face, bro. Right. That's like. That's that bullshit. Right. And that's right. not that's not that's not the way to move yeah. in, in in Detroit. And that's like what I love about Detroit. Like it's you can't you can't really you can't buy us. Right. You know what that's I mean? You dope. can't you can't you can't you can't come to me and, and, and I don't give a fuck. A nigga could say, it go a billion dollars to do some whole shit. I'm not doing it. Right. I'm not doing it. It right. go a billion dollars to do some whole shit where I can't look in the mirror no more. Right. Shit not gonna happen. You know what I mean? I'm 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 happy. Being happy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
where you got dudes where you know they they can't even they can't move around they can't come to the neighborhood they can't wear they they can't wear they ice they can't wear they drip they can't they can't maneuver because they fake as hell right everybody know it you know yeah. what I mean but it's like you see you see like if you if you a real dude and you a real cat and you know the rules as far as how to carry yourself you could you could live in Detroit. You could you could or surround surround the area, and, and 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 be good, man. You know what I mean. But you know, back to you know original question. Like that's what I love about Detroit. It's like everybody. That's all. That whole when the word "boss up" came up. That's the best. That's the best way to describe it. Cause everybody being this bitch bossing up. Mm -hmm. They they really do. Girl. I got, I got one last one for you, guys. Um, you you uh, seem to be the voice of reason when it was time to um, talk to House Shoes when he talked uh, talked down on on the, the Dilla Legacy. Right. Um, talk about um, from here on out what we need to do to kind of get better with our divide and conquer here. You know, we just need to not do it. Mm -hmm. You know. We need to, and, and and really, the divine and conquer thing pretty much is like, you know, I'm not I'm not in competition with nobody around here, mm -hmm. you know, and it seemed like rap pin us against each other. The battle rap, aspect. you know what I mean? Not just not just the battle rap, just the mentality of it. of it. You know right. what I mean? This person got this, this mm -hmm. person got that. Just just be happy with what you got. Mm -hmm. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you said, I. I got shit, but this right. niggas out here with more shit than me, and guess what? I don't care. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right. I live within. I live within what gang can afford and what gang got and how gang mind work. You know right. what I mean? Where, you know, it's people look at the next dude, you know, and now he feel like he don't got enough, or he gotta stab that man in the back to mm -hmm. get his spot, or, right. you know, all, all the crazy shit. But far as the Divide and conquer, man. That that play is so weak. If you st if you falling for that in twenty twenty three, then you just a weak person, man. You know what I mean? That's just like, um, you know, with what's going on right now. You see, anybody, anytime somebody asks me, butter get all the credit. Right. Not me, cause I'm not finna let nobody put no wedge between me and my friend. You know what I mean? Because people would do that. They they pick little pieces and, and take yeah, money to make right. money. Yeah, man. yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what the whole <laughs> subject is about. It take. Thanks right. for coming on our studio time, guys, and giving yeah. us your yeah, energy. absolutely for real. Yeah, this absolutely song, for real, man. And see, I, I be but, but see, that's what I be wanting. You know, people to know, like, man, like if if you not man enough to give people credit that taught you something. Or gave you some game, then you ain't got no game. You know what I mean? For real, because you ain't just wake up. You you ain't just you wasn't just born knowing shit. You know what I mean? You had to you had to get the you had to get the knowledge from somebody or from something. You know what I mean? And like me, I don't have a problem. I'm 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 like comfortable in my manhood to say when somebody done something for me or right. when somebody looked out for me. Because, man, I had, like, for years, man, I had this 
little bullshit reputation. Like I done fucked everybody's bitch. I done robbed everybody. <laughs> I done did this and all that. And I right. ain't did shit to nobody, man. I don't even fuck. I don't even fuck with a lot of people. Right. You know what I mean? But it's just once the once once the bandwagon get going, and if the right person deliver the message, yeah, then you yeah. know it spread. You know right. what I mean? Right. But a lot of that come from people, you know, being cowards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I'm like, well... Coward with their money, their energy. They just, just, <laughs> just, just everything, man. Just right. everything. Like I said, it's like, I, show, I can't, <laughs> I can't, like, you know, fat cat and, 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 and guilty and, you know, and, 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 and low and all the dudes from the hip-hop shop, man, that, 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 that done came into my life, like, I'm bits and pieces of all them dudes, man. Right. You know what I mean? Anybody that came into my life, for the most part, really, if you ain't if you ain't showing me something or you ain't got nothing to sharpen my steel, I kind of right. don't even want to be around you. Right. You know what I mean? That mean you kind of like an idiot or something. Yeah, you weird. Training. You know what I mean? So it's like I really don't deal with energy vampires or nothing like totally. that. You know what I mean? You gotta like be bringing something to the table, you know. Other other than that, then you know, like I said, I don't I don't really deal with you. And like I said, people like 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 butter yourself, man. Who you know what y'all doing? Not y'all y'all need to you know get y'all flowers, man. Thank get you. get y'all get y'all flowers, man, because you know a lot of times in Detroit, that's the double edged sword with the boss up shit. Yeah. They don't want to give people credit. Yeah, that's true. It be yeah. egos, the, the, and that's all gotta, it is. We gotta stop the the family, the funeral being a family reunion, man. Yeah. Absolutely, but yeah, Absolutely. man. Thank we, you, man. We appreciate real. you coming. Man, on I, I appreciate y'all having me, yeah. Cardi boy, Imperial uh, Info, yeah. right here. Yeah. 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 We gonna have that. you come back on one yeah. day to do a Cardi show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, show <laughs> the jacket off, guys. It's too good for you, man. Okay, y'all gotta see the jacket. We out of here, man. Yeah. Show y'all what Detroit is on. <laughs> and we on that, you know, yeah. TV. Yeah, Cardi boys. Like, yeah, turn turn, the turn around the other way. Right yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, turn it around to the back too. Yeah. 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 So this is all the merchandise and stuff we gonna have coming out the next yeah. round. All right. You know what I mean? So you can get your hands on this, man. Right. You know, thank so, you, man. And if you don't have no yays on, you can still get into the party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you ain't got no yays on, you can still at least get have into some the party. gators on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. At the end of the day, just be yourself. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah. Just, just yeah. be yourself. That's that's yeah. all I ask, man. Just you, you listen. I, I, I haven't judged no person on nothing superficial or material shit or none of that. It's like anybody that I rock with is because. They being themselves, man. That's what's up. That's it, man. Just just be yourself, man. Cause that other shit a fuck around and get you killed out here. Yeah. You know? All right. Shout out to Killer Gans. Killer Gans chronic on the way too, y'all. And with that being <laughs> said, cardiology. Gandemic, yeah. man. Hey, Thank listen, y'all. y'all come check us out, Dilla World weekend, twenty twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Uh, we're gonna be at MoCAD Friday. The 24th, the 25th, we at the Marble Bar, 26th, we at uh, Shane's in Corktown, uh, Dilla Ball, that'll be the uh, 25th as well, um, 
um, where we're at the Garden Ball. So yeah, everybody, how, everybody, come check us out, man. How Y'all can people reach you? Um, you can catch me at Cardi underscore Emperor thirty five pair, thirty five pairs on Instagram. Uh, you know, you can catch me on Facebook. Um, you got beats Killigans at Gmail dot com, Ronnie Reagan at Gmail dot com, uh, Nelson Gandela. Morgan Freeman. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going. Right. Yeah. All right, y'all. We wrapping Thank up. B-Boy Reds. Yo, DJ Butter, y'all. And it's Funky Fresh Kill in the Flesh. In the house. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>